Hey babes, this is Alyssa, the host of That's What Mom Said podcast and your new mom bestie. I've had to deal with daddy issues that later turned into baby daddy issues and honestly, the rest is history. As if being a mom isn't hard enough, I'm out here healing, trying to break generational curses, redefining motherhood, making sure I eat three times a day and my kids get fed and I remember to shower. And I think that if you're a mom, you get it. Join me every single Friday for a new episode, a new super mom, and a brand new story to tell. Download, subscribe, and turn your notifications on on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And to stay up to date with all things That's What Mom Said, follow me on Instagram at That's What Mom Said Pod. Good morning, everybody, and happy Friday. This is the first official episode with the new name, That's What Mom Said. And I wanted to give you guys a little bit of background on why I had to change the podcast name. Um, Apparently, I didn't do enough research, which I totally knew already. If you listen to my first episode, I talked a lot about how I had a podcast that ended. I went straight into this podcast. I had this name in my head, which was obviously Bomb Mom Podcast. And that's just what I went with. I had no idea that there was another podcast with this name, which is a fairly popular podcast from what it looks like. There's a woman named Melissa Vogel who has a podcast called Bomb Mom. Um, She talks a lot about fitness and helping other moms work out and eat healthy and things like that. Um, I had no idea until I was a couple episodes in and then I was in a clubhouse room the other day, which if you're not familiar, it's like a networking room for digital creators, podcast hosts, things like that. And um, it was a my friend had invited me into it and it was a great opportunity to meet other podcast hosts. And my friend had introduced herself. She said that she was a mom and she had a motherhood podcast and this guy that was in the room said, oh, I, I really have to put you in touch with Melissa, which is host of Bomb Mom Podcast. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I knew about this a couple episodes ago, but I didn't think that there would ever be any paths crossed or anything like that. I don't know if that sounds silly or I was just psyching myself out because there was a million and one things to change with changing the podcast name. Um, but once that happened, I kind of felt like it was that time. I, I couldn't keep going on with a copycat name, especially because her podcast came out before mine. Um, that was a hundred thousand percent my fault. I didn't do enough research. I didn't check to see if there was a podcast with that name. But I feel like all in all, this was a blessing in disguise. I think it was time for me to just kind of rebrand a little bit, change some things up, make it more Alyssa, niche down a little bit, all those things that were necessary. I am not going to keep you guys any longer. I know everybody has been waiting on this episode. I just wanted to say that Sarah was super cool. She was a vibe and Honestly, I was so nervous beforehand, and she just made me so comfortable. I hope you guys love this episode. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I have Sarah the Sassy Stoner in the building with me. 
Hi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Good. I am so glad that you are here to be with me today. I completely fell in love with you the first time that I saw you on TikTok. Your passion, your confidence, everything about you, I just totally love. And I'm so glad that you agreed to come on my podcast today. Oh, thank you. I'm absolutely flattered that you thought of me. I really appreciate um, <clears throat> the invitation. And I really appreciate the fact that you are enjoying the TikToks. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the number one question, I'm sure that, well, I know the answer to already because I know about you, but um, mm -hmm. that everyone wants to know, how did you get into makeup? Are you self-taught? How did this, how did this come about? Uh, I am absolutely self-taught. I, well, you know, like most, like most women, I started wearing makeup in junior high, uh, <clears throat> stumbled for many, many years and struggled oh, for many, many, many years <laughs> with makeup. And, um, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, my daughter, uh, recently received a diagnosis of disability and, uh, I became immediately, I became an in-home care provider to her in addition to working my regular full-time job from home. So I had a lot on my plate and I, I started to experience a lot of depression and I just dove into makeup and because that was something that I could enjoy uh, without leaving the house, you know, that was something I could start and take a break at, um, and go back to helping my daughter, you know, if, if, if the need be, but yeah, I, I'm definitely self-taught and I, uh, it took a lot of practice. It still is a lot of practice. If you come to my lives, you'll see me mess up a lot. <laughs> I was on your one live that you were doing the one day and you were, I guess, showing how you made like a, a certain TikTok video. And mm -hmm. I, it, there were so many things on there that I didn't even know that you could do the way that you slow down your music and everything. I always mm -hmm. wondered how you did that. Cause your, your movements, the way that you sing the words to the, to the song, like everything, it just comes together so perfectly. Right. Right. I love, I do that. Do lives every Thursday. Uh, I do behind the scenes makeup to music. That's, that's my thing. Everybody loves the makeup to music. Love and it. They think, and they think I got some sick flow and I got the moves, you know, like I'm super quick with it. I really am not. I'm like, uh, I'm like the tortoise that wins the race you know, <laughs> just because I know how to utilize the tools. And so I like to do the behind the scenes so I can show other people how to do it. Cause it's fun. Yeah, no, it is super fun. And I, I was wondering what you did beforehand. I'm like, does she search the lyrics and, and memorize them? And then you were going in between each one. You were like, okay, they just said this. And I, and then you were repeating it back. I thought that was so funny. Yes. It's too hard. It's too, I mean, I, I have way too much on my plate to try and memorize all these lyrics. I really wish I had that type of memory, but I just don't. Uh, so <clears throat> I, especially on Thursdays when I'm doing my makeup to music, I have backup, the audience be like, no, she didn't say that. She said this. And then some, I'm like, Can <laughs> someone just search the lyrics already. Like, why are we not doing this? <laughs> you need them. I mean, with all the, with all the TikToks that you do with the music and everything, you need the lyrics. <laughs> right. Well, most of the songs I'm familiar with because yeah. I pick them, you know what I'm saying? I do take special requests from people because, you know, uh, I'm kind of running out of ideas, but mm -hmm. <laughs> there's tons of music out there I'll never run out um but you know I like to I like to diversify like what I'm what I'm offering to the audience because orig originally I came out with like this hardcore rap which is like what my daughter listens to so I was like yeah you know let's go that's, for that's it. These... my kind of music so I'm all <laughs> right for it. right I love it I love it and so like these these people were attacking me and I was like what better way to respond than not respond directly but you know like via music and some some badass makeup, you know? Okay. So funny that you brought that up because that is one of my favorite things about you is your passive aggressiveness with sharing haters comments to your videos. 
I love that. What made you start doing that? And why don't you reply to people? I don't reply because it's really not worth my time. You know, my mom, my mom taught me a long time ago that um, when you let somebody else uh, control your emotions and your behavior, you're giving them the power. So I'm not giving them the power and I'm not mad at any of them. I know some people, because actually quite a few of them have reached out to me and apologized, but I'm not mad at any of them. I just, I, I, I really want them to be proud of their behavior. So if this is the behavior they're proud of, I want to showcase this to the world. I want their wives to know. I want their children. I want their pastor. I want their boss to know. (laughs) This is how you speak to random people on the internet who are literally just trying to enjoy themselves and, and people forget this is me entertaining them. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole production. They forget that part of TikTok, you know? And I think that's what I love about your behind the scenes makeup and music lives, because people don't realize how long TikToks actually take and what energy and effort and time that creators put into their TikToks. I mean, especially right. you, you're doing makeup, you're learning words, you're, you're doing your hair. Like it's so much. <laughs> Yeah, I just did a, a makeup to music on a different live platform uh, last week. And I was like, oh, this is going to be, I was like, I've kind of been like, you know, I, I've been, I've been trying to get things together behind the scenes as an influencer. So, and, and maintain my current pace, you know, of taking care of my daughter and working and doing all that and maintaining the house, pets, everything that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm trying to get all that taken care of and still produce the content. So I was kind of being lazy. So the last week I was like, yes, I got to produce a banger. I was so excited. It was this, <laughs> this song. It's called uh, Wig by Todrick Hall. I don't know if you know who he is, but yeah. he's a f- phenomenal artist. I started following him way back in the day when he was on American Idol. And, <clears throat> and anyway, the song, I heard the song. I was like, oh, it's meant for me. So I flipped the wigs. I literally put on like 50 wigs in the oh, video. Oh, I love it. And my whole floor and bed was filled with wigs. And my daughter just walked in like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, mama's like TikToking. Was, yeah, I'm like, she looked at me like, and then it's, we have the funniest conversations. That, uh, like, you know, sometimes I'll be doing my my um, makeup or my uh, TikToks and I'll be like, can you come in here? I'm lonely. Can you just come visit me? Aww. And uh, she'll come in here and she's like, I would have never. She's like, mom, your makeup was so horrible back in the day. I, I would have never thought we would be here. <laughs> Did you just learn everything just from practicing and like YouTubing stuff or? Literally, I, I probably have watched in my life, 10 YouTube tutorials, you know, like my daughter is a master at makeup. She used to be, before she became disabled, she was a beauty associate at Kohl's and she was a YouTuber. I'm not a YouTuber, but like a YouTube tutorial watcher, Mm -hmm. you know? <clears throat> and she would just come in, you know, I do my makeup and I'd be proud and she'd come in, but like, mom, no. <laughs> and she like, try it this way. And, you know, it's, I kind of, uh, I kind of equate it to, to math. I don't know if you have any children, but you know, the old school way of doing math. And now they have all these common core and oh my goodness. <clears throat> the long story short is, uh, our techniques are different, but at the end of the day, we still get to the same you know, destination. Yeah. So it's whatever you're comfortable with. That's why I tell my daughter, you know, thanks for showing me. And some of this, some of the stuff I pick up from her, some of the stuff I don't, you know, thanks for showing me, but it's not working for me. You know, you got to eat what you need to grow and let the garbage go. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. What does your daughter think about your TikTok fame? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Honestly, I try, I try not to like 
she knows I'm so extra anyway. Okay. I'm uh-huh. just extra. Okay. She bought me this band. I, I honestly, she's, she's a, she's a woman of, of few words. You know, she's not one that comes and be like, mom, I'm so proud of you. That's just not uh-huh. in her, that's just not in her dynamic. So I just, I don't expect that from her, but you know, like for my birthday, she bought me this huge mirrored vanity that has Bluetooth speakers and Aww. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to me, that's like her gesture. And I'm like, why would she buy me this vanity? I did. I never even saw the vanity before. I never even hunched that I wanted a vanity or mm-hmm. anything like that, you know? So to me, it's like, I felt like this was her, her gesture to me to say like, yeah, I'm proud of you. Keep it up. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah, like, that's really sweet. Yeah. So she doesn't, she hasn't directly told me, um, but I'm pretty sure she's proud of me. I, she has to be proud of you. And I, and I do have kids. I have three actually. And I have a daughter that just turned nine and Aww. I have two other boys. So two boys and a girl and my daughter I, for myself, I'm a big girl. I've been a big girl my whole life. So body image and things like that were huge issues to me when I was younger. So, um, I have kind of made it my mission raising my daughter to not ever speak on those things or act that way in front of her. I don't want to give her a complex. And I also show her that mommy's really confident and mommy goes after what she wants because I want her to be that way. And I I think what you're doing, whether your daughter says it or not, I'm sure is so inspiring to her, just putting yourself out there. Right. And I think, I think that's, that, that's always been my goal as a mom, you know, and and that's aside from taking care of myself first, um, my my number two priority is my daughter I wouldn't I I used to say my daughter is my number one priority and some people might attack me for saying this um but I'm from the I'm from the know-how that uh you cannot take care of anybody else unless you're taking care of yourself so you should always make yourself and your mental health and your spiritual self and all that priority but uh, obviously my number one non-self priority is taking care of my daughter will always be that she's not only my daughter she's my best friend like my ride or die she changed my life she changed my life for the better like and I'm not like I really I had a really rough childhood and so um and I and it's no secret to anyone I'm glad we're still in May so I can like kind of make this plug it's mental health awareness month but um I've struggled with mental health challenges my whole life and so early on in life I didn't even know if I wanted to be around you know and it wasn't until I accidentally got pregnant with my daughter that I was like, okay, well, you know, you can't, you, you have to be around you have now. To now. Yeah. You have to, you know, you have to be around. And so it's like, she really did like directly and indirectly change my life just by being here, you know? And I feel so blessed to have her, not just as a daughter, but as a best friend. Yeah, that's beautiful. Me and my mom have a great relationship like that. And I'm only hoping that me and my daughter have the same relationship because it, there, nothing beats that. I mean, I'm a grown woman and my mom is still my best friend and nothing beats that because who, ha- who cares for you more than your mom? Period. Yeah. Period. That's it. And you know what? And, and she is, you guys are going to have that. You know why? Because the best way for you guys to create that relationship is for her to see you succeeding and, and, and striving to achieve the goals that you want as an individual, not just as a mom. When she sees you being you, you know, that's going to make her want to be closer to you. So yeah, for sure. And that's kind of my whole message when I started this podcast was that you could be a mom, but you can still like have your life and you can still be a woman and out here doing what you want to do and chasing after your dreams. Cause it's really important that women know that. 
Right, right. And I, I try to tell my my daughter and uh, my daughter's siblings, she has some half siblings. I try to tell them, uh, I call my reverse stepchildren uh, because they came <laughs> after cute. her. So, so yeah. technically they're not my stepchildren, but they have lived with me. Their kids call me grandma. Like uh, I'm very close to her sisters and um, blessed to have a relationship with two, with them too. But I was telling them, you know, just because people can have children doesn't mean they're ready to have children. And just yeah. because they have children doesn't mean their life and all their other stuff they got going on and they want to have to go on stops, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I always try to remind them that the uh, parenting is a, it's a delicate, it's a, it's a tough, uh, but it's a delicate dance we have to do. Yeah. So I actually had my first child in high school. So I always had this, like, almost like a resentment towards myself. Like you did this to yourself, you lost your adulthood. So, you know, now he's almost 11. So I'm kind of in the process of like, you know, trying to find myself again and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, I kind of realized that that's all moms, all moms kind of go through that. Even if you, you have a child young, older, we kind of lose ourselves in motherhood and having an outlet of sorts is important to kind of, you know, keep us above ground. Oh, absolutely. And I think that I remember you're right. Cause I remember that, uh, when I first had my daughter, probably like the first five years of her life, I was like, I didn't, I wore the same clothes. I didn't yeah. buy anything for my, I felt so guilty if I spent any money oh, yeah. on myself. I was like, no, I'm her mom. Like all my money has to go towards her, you know? And then, it, you know, as she became a woman and I've learned a lot from her, this, I was going to say this, I'm sorry, I'm a little sidetracked, but okay. I wanted to say this to you before I forget, because I have scatterbrain. I have a little bit of ADD, ADHD oh, too. Oh, same so. girl, same. Um, but I was going <laughs> to tell you why I'm thinking of it. I was going to say, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was challenging to have children super young, like you. I had my, I had my daughter when I was 20, so a little bit older than you, wow, but okay. still it was super young. Um, it was very challenging, but let me tell you, as a 45 year old woman, whose daughter is about to be 25 this year, there's nothing better because the relationship that you're building with your children, you're growing at the same time. They're growing, they're seeing, they're seeing you struggle. They're seeing you succeed. And I'm telling you, it's just, it's the perfect recipe for a great relationship with them. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so so looking forward to the years when I can uh, tell my kids, all right, see you later. You're old enough to stay home by yourselves. Mama's going out (laughs) a couple more years. You know, I was, I was really, you know, looking forward to that too. And it just, when it started to happen, started to happen is when my daughter became disabled and it was like, uh, life slapped us in the face, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, it was right before it was probably like six months before COVID. And it was like, instantly I had to start working from home so I can take care of her. Um, so everything it, it just, was just changing it for you guys. dramatically changed wow. our lives. Yeah. And my, my daughter, you know, she's such a fighter. She puts on a good face for everybody, but she's sick every day. And she has, this, she has a, a, a chronic illness. It's called gastroparesis. Okay. It's, it means her stomach is paralyzed. It essentially doesn't move food. So, uh, oh. food can get in there and get, go, go bad. And it causes her a lot of pain. It just doesn't, you know, she throws it up. It's just, a, it's a mess. Anyway, yeah. long story short, uh, she's sick every day of her life. She will be sick every day of her life. She has a, a pacemaker in her stomach just to help move food. Um, but she puts on a strong face for it, you know, and it's, and it's hard. So I was super excited. Like, yeah, she's 21. We're about to live. I'm about to live my <laughs> life, you know? And then it was like, no, yep, you're not. No. <laughs> I think, I think, cause I think God knew I was about to turn, turn up a little too much. Yeah. So he was turning you down. Like, <laughs> he was no, like, no, you're no gonna wild stay child. 
How did that affect your relationship with your daughter? You guys having to be home like that every day? You know, um, our relationship has always been strong, specifically after uh, my first divorce when uh, she was 15. Mm -hmm. uh, We just became super, super close. Um, But uh, once she started receiving medical diagnosis, because she has more than one, but once she started receiving medical diagnosis, Um, I think she just really saw that, you know, I wasn't going to go nowhere, no matter what. And, and and it's hard because sometimes, you know, we're around each other 24, seven, 24, seven. So it's like, I hear things I don't want to hear. She hears things she doesn't want to hear. And people look at us and people judge us. Like sometimes, like even my own family, they will judge us. Like you guys are too relaxed around each other. And I say, no, we're not, because you need to understand that I'm her mom. I'm her caregiver. She's my boss because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. her caregiver, but she dictates, you know, the care that she receives. She's a grown woman, you know, and we're friends and there's, it just changed so much. So it made us closer, but it, it, it also presented some new obstacles for us. Cause it's more of a mother daughter relationship than right. it was before. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, it's just, sometimes we get on each other's nerves, you know, and we're, we're, we're totally different. And I'm sure it's like that either with your mom or your daughter, if not both, that's how it is with my mom. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Sorry, go ahead. No, they're like, I know if you, if you, if I hate this, you'll love it. That's, <laughs> that's their approach. So oh yeah. We're, we're opposites. Yeah. Same. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's presented some challenges and, um, it, it it's forced us to learn new ways to communicate new ways to interact with each other. And, um, I had to, I had to prove early on to her and I had to tell her like, uh, when we argue, I, I still have to tell her, like, I'm mad at you right now. And I'm, and I'm not going to be unmad at you till I process this in my own way. Uh, but still, I know you need me mm-hmm. to take care of you and I'm here to take care of you. And even though I'm mad at you, that doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah, you know? that's important. And so sometimes it's like, you know, I'm quiet. <laughs> and then I walk out. Okay, I love you. Talk to you later. You know, so, so yeah. our, our arguments are much are, are much shorter because, you know, we have to be around each other so much. And then, you know, it's hard to not to it's hard not to be like it's hard to be an excuse my language, but it's hard to be an asshole when somebody's in pain. You know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? For sure. Like I could be so mad at her. She could have did me dirty or disrespected me like, you know, kids do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be so mad at her and, and say, I'm going to be mad at her for at least three hours and then she'll get sick and she'll be crying because she's in so much pain. And I'm just like, OK, I can't be even be it. I can't be an <laughs> asshole. God, you just. oh, my goodness. That's literally me with all my children, dude. I'm like, why don't you just let me be an asshole? Yeah, like, can you just let me be mad at you for a minute? I'll be right, back to yeah. it after this. <laughs> or they do something really cute, right? Or really amazing. Well, my youngest is three. So like, I can never say mad at him for anything, even though he's at that age where he's like pushing every one of my buttons and like trying to get on my nerves. But, you know, he's like the cutest kid ever. So I can't stay mad at him for too long. Oh, yeah. And who would <laughs> want to? Who would no, want to definitely know life is so short. Who wants to stay mad long? I mean, sometimes you want to, cause you want to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least oh, you're like me. I'm, I'm a little petty. bit of petty. What's, <laughs> okay, your, yeah. what's your sign? I'm an Aries. Oh God. I'm a Sagittarius. So we're both fire. Right. Yes. Fire. 
Um, okay. So I just have to know if you could give advice to any young woman or mother who wants to put them out themselves out there in the way that you have on TikTok, just, you know, your whole self and give everybody that look into their lives, but they're maybe hesitant. What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them to do it uh, cautiously and to cope ahead because uh, with, uh, with the abundance of compliments and friendships and love and everything that people have given me, like for instance, one video I'll say has like 18 million views. Uh, you know, I, I probably got 2 million likes on it. Mm-hmm. So it feels really good. Like 2 million people like that. That's so <laughs> awesome. But then there's, there's at least, you know, 200,000 people saying shitty things to you. So, uh, it's really easy to say, ignore that. Um, yeah. but it's really hard to ignore that because we are human. Um, so I would say cope ahead, prepare yourself, you know, look at what other people are doing and look how, um, look at the type of responses they're getting and just prepare yourself. So like, okay, when somebody, uh, attacks me, this is how I'm going to respond because if you're not prepared, uh, odds are you're going to respond out of emotion. And that's probably not a place where you want to respond from. So, um, one, uh, cope ahead and two, uh, have fun, have fun at the end of the day. Uh, if they're not giving you three F's, they don't really matter. Financing, feeding, financing, or mm-hmm, you, then they, <laughs> they don't, don't matter. Say, right. They don't get to say what you're doing. And even if they're doing all three of those, they still don't get to say what they I'm still doing. Don't. So. <laughs> Period. Period. Yeah, just have fun. Just have fun and hold on loosely with it. And remember that TikTok is, uh, TikTok is not, or any form of social media is not, is not a, is not a uh, online journal. It's really, it's really entertainment. So, yeah. and I think once people start to start getting the likes and blowing up, it wasn't until I did that I really understood, oh, I, I'm a performer now. Yeah. That's why I told, yeah, I'm a performer now, you know, I, and I never thought I ever would be, but I'm having so much fun doing it. So have you fun. You look like you're having fun. I feel like that's the best part. Your energy like screams through the screen. I feel like. Like you can yeah, tell I, you're enjoying it. I, I absolutely am. I will be in the funkiest mood. And sometimes it'll take me three hours to pick the right song. Cause my, <laughs> cause my mood is like, not where it should be. So I'm like, no, it's not. My mood is not right. My mood is this one's not right for my mood. And then I'd pick the right song and then, you know, spend three hours doing makeup and jamming out to some music and feel amazing at the end of it. So, you know, yeah. it is, it's like, it's free therapy for me. I love it. I love that for you. Thank you. Um, So tell everybody before we get off here where they could follow you on social media. And do you have anything coming up for us? Or are you just focusing on your TikToks right now? I have I have lots of things coming up. Okay, so um, the easiest way to find me is to go to my website. That's Sarah, the sassy stoner dot com. And I you can spell it either way. It's the right way is spelling it with an H at the end. That's Sarah. The sassystoner.com. There's links to all my social media on there. Um, I'm pretty saturated in TikTok. I'm very happy over there. Um, but I am trying to make uh, an expansion over to Instagram and YouTube. I'm really working hard to get my YouTube up and running. So look for that. Yeah. And and I have some I have some new merch coming out. I have some great stuff. And I have some really awesome. Can I do a shout out? Would you yes, mind? Yes, please. No, go I ahead. I have some I have some awesome, awesome people who have just stepped forward and volunteered to help me. Just people that know me and people that don't even know me, you know, so 
I just want to thank uh, Darren, Sherry, Stephanie, William, DJ, my mom, and my daughter. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me do a shout out to them. Oh yeah, of course. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I had a great uh, conversation with you. Oh, me too. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. And for everybody that's listening, I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of That's What Mom Said. Be sure to click the fifth star and leave a super cute review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you send this episode to your mom friends, your group chat, your grandmother, your kid's teacher, or literally anybody else that you've ever met. I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Jalen. And I'm John. And you just listened to That's That's What Mom Mom Said podcast. Because what mom says goes.